Can you see me? Can you hear me? Am I real or am I a figment of your imagination? Many of you will never know, will you? Some of you, some of you will know. <clears throat> Can I get a five by five in the chat? Possible. Hello, good morning. Can you see me? Are you there? Am I here? We don't know. Five by five. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. It is the 28th of February, 2024. This is a gigantic cup of coffee, which I am very much looking forward to drinking with y'all this morning. And I need it because sleep has been fleeting. Oh, oh look, Refuge is here. Mm. Good morning, Badger. Refuge is part of the rumant that I want to discuss this morning. Now, uh, we have a lot of ground to cover. We don't have a lot of time to do it in, so I should probably be a professional and go ahead and issue my opinions on the goings-on in the world uh, post-haste. If you're new here, subscribe, ring the little bell icon, leave a comment for the YouTube algorithm, do all the YouTube things, please and thank you. If you're not new here, you know what to do. Please share the show with somebody that you love. The show is brought to you by the creator of the universe, the Lord your God, Yahuwah, your Elohim, the fine people at Patreon, link is in the description, and a little company that I had the audacity to start in my barn called Refuge Medical that has saved 118 lives to date that we're aware of. Praise the Most High. Now, let's start with Rumen. Rumen, Rumen is rumor intelligence, and it's a fancy term that people in the intelligence world, that I see the intelligence community like to use for Things that are thus far unsubstantiated, but we find interesting nonetheless. Let me repeat that part. Thus far unsubstantiated. However, the source of the things that I'm about to tell you, I trust implicitly. So, prior to COVID-19, hospitals around the country were very quickly required to inexplicably update their certifications and protocols on pandemics and to stockpile a whole bunch of uh, consumables and medicines that were related to pandemics and therefore people who worked in the hospital industry whether that be doctors or nurses or even janitors people who were uh, part of that ecosystem knew that something was coming even though they didn't know what exactly was coming so using that as a preface, again, at unconfirmed, I've done as much digging on this as I can do thus far, given the time frame with which I've received this information, uh, but it doesn't surprise me that I can't find anything open source on this. I'm now being told by people inside of hospitals, and if you're one of them and you can confirm this, please email Intel at bearindependent.com. Intel at bearindependent.com. I'm now being told that at the direction of state and federal emergency management organizations, that would be FEMA and state emergency management organizations, that hospitals are being visited and being told that they needed they need to be prepared to deal with civil unrest and the MCIs, mass casualty incidents mass casualty incidents. There's multiple different, there, there's levels 
to MCIs. I believe a level one is five to 10 patients. A level two is 11 to 20 patients. A level three is 21 to 100. A level four is 100 to, is it 100 to 500? And, and a level five is 500 plus. But a level five MCI, I think it's 500 to 1,000, something like that. Um, and now these hospitals are being told that they need to be prepared in the near term for civil unrest and MCIs, mass casualty incidents. And said hospitals, many of them are freaking out because um, while FEMA does provide, uh, I can tell you that's true. We'll email you, says David Charlo. Please, anybody out there that's uh, in the medical community that's had this type of contact, that's had this type of instruction, please email Intel Baron Dependent because in the mouths of two or three, let a thing be established. Why should you care? Well, it's an indicator. It doesn't mean that something could happen, but it does tie into all the things we've been talking about thus far at this channel regarding civil unrest and mass casualty incidents. <clears throat> the super interesting thing is I have been telling y'all for 18 months, supply chain wise, when it comes to the type of things that one would need to have on hand to deal with a mass casualty incident, AKA trauma medical components, they're very hard to get in 2024. I know that because I own Refuge. Now, this was completely unrelated, but maybe call it the Ruach dust, the Holy Spirit, call it just a good idea. I don't know. You may be unaware, rumor number two, you may be unaware, but this year is a leap year. That means we will have a February 29th this year. And in celebration of the fact that it's a leap year, and because uh, we rarely, rarely put things on sale, at Refuge Medical, if you use promo code LEAP, like a frog, L-E-A-P, LEAP, uh, now through midnight tomorrow, you'll get 20% off on all kits, not components, kits. So... If you find yourself in a position, maybe you're at a hospital and it turns out you have zero soft tea tourniquets and you need a bunch of them. Or maybe you're a soccer mom and you drive a minivan and you're aware of the fact that statistically the most dangerous thing that we do is drive. And you'd like to have some type of preparation for that. You can go to refugemedical.com. You can use promo code LEAP and that will get you 20% off, which we never do. In fact, I've told my team previously the number 20 to me, when I hear 20% off, that's essentially at my cost. And um, I get images of like catastrophic events, planes flying into buildings and bombs being dropped on the Isle of Japan in my brain when I hear 20% off. But for the next 36 hours, that's what's going on at Refuge Medical. Now, the most important Interesting rumor here for me is that FEMA is telling hospitals to prepare for mass casualty incidents because of civil unrest. That's an indicator. And uh, like I said, I am attempting to independently corroborate that information now, repeating, if you have data that you can provide regarding that, um, Please, intel at barrenpendent.com. I'd like to know. Next, very interesting. You might, some of you might find this interesting. 
if you are um, an aficionado of Nerf blasters <clears throat> and say your wife happens to be nine months pregnant and say you happen to go to the big building filled with medical professionals, AKA the hospital. What's up, Andy Barnes? It is we all gonna die Wednesday. Not this Wednesday though. And um, because you're at the big box full of medical professionals where they are generally disapproving of Nerf blasters, but you are a Nerf blaster aficionado and they're gonna make you walk through the beep bop boot machine that uh, the lights and sirens go off if anything on your body's made of metal. I have it on good authority that if you take your Nerf blaster and you take the darts out of the bottom of the Nerf blaster and then you take the slide off the top of the Nerf blaster and you're wearing steel toe boots, if you put the darts in one boot and the slide of the Nerf blaster in the other boot, and then you take the frame of the Nerf Blaster and you just appendix tuck it behind your belt buckle. When the $8 per hour security guard waves you through the beep bop boop machine and it goes beep bop boop. And he says, you wearing steel toes? And you go, yeah. And you show him your origin brand steel toe boots with mud on them. Um, I go, okay. And then when he takes the Garrett wand out and he wands you and your belt buckle, beep, boop, beep. And you go, belt buckle. He's like, yeah, bro, no problem. And he waves you through. And you take your keys and your wallet out of the little plastic container, put everything back where it goes, and then you walk into labor and delivery. Now you get to be a Nerf Blaster aficionado inside of the big box filled with medical professionals. Attempt at your own risk. Just throwing that out there. It's another rumor I heard one time. Now, let's... um. Let's get into the brief. Ah, the Garrett wand, says Garrett Miller. Yes, Garrett Miller, thank you so much for the Garrett wand. Angry American mutt. Can we? I don't know. Can we? Angry American mutt? I don't know. Can we? I guess we'll see. Bear Independent Brief, 28 February 24. In what amounts to the most recent indicator of potential escalation, the Kremlin spokesperson, Dmitry Peskov, warned that if Western troops were to set foot in Ukraine, conflict would become inevitable. One does not need to be Miss Cleo to be able to understand the potential uh, future outcome of setting NATO boots in Ukraine. His remarks follow those from French President Emmanuel Macron, who hinted at the possibility of deploying troops to support Ukraine against Russians, Russia aggression when he told reporters that, quote, nothing is ruled out, end quote. This happened at a summit in Paris, which was attended by EU leaders. There, Macron underscored the importance of thwarting the Russian invasion for Europe's security and stability, while Macron emphasized that there was no consensus on such action, the mere suggestion of it has now ignited an aggressive response from Moscow. It wasn't just Moscow, it reacted so swiftly either. His proposition faced backlash both domestically and from other Western allies who were quick to distance themselves from the idea of deploying troops. German, German, <laughs> German Chancellor Olaf Scholz emphasized that while support for Ukraine was indeed crucial, the idea of ground troops from European states or NATO was simply not on the table. 
By the way, in a recent poll of Europeans, 90% of Europeans who are closer to the problem over there than we are, 90% of Europeans believe that uh, the Ukraine war is unwinnable for Ukraine. That's interesting data. <clears throat> Similar sentiments were echoed by British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak and other European leaders emphasizing a cautious approach to avoid escalating tensions with Russia into full-scale conflict. Even Secretary General of NATO Jens Stoltenberg reiterated that there were no plans for NATO combat troops on the ground in Ukraine. Oh my gosh, my thumbs. Guys, my thumbs. My thumbs in this rectangle. It's a bad combo, honestly, uh, because both of my thumbs are made of a significant amount of scar tissue, which does not play well with these little tiny screens. Where were we? We were talking about Jen Stoltenberg, who reiterated that there were no plans for NATO combat troops on the ground in Ukraine, highlighting a unified stance within the military alliance against direct intervention. Meanwhile, this, this brief could be called a list of funny names. Might be, uh, I might rename the live stream, a list of funny names. By the way, shout out to everybody who's listening on the podcast platform. Without trying, I find this super interesting, without trying... We are in the top 1% of podcasts in the world. Now, I'm no Sean Ryan or Joe Rogan or Dr. Jordan Peterson, but um, I'm still statistically in the 99th percentile of podcasts, which is mind-blowing to me. By the way, did you know even like small podcasts, for example, let's say you have a podcast with a listenership of approximately 30,000 people, and there's uh, 200-ish thousand people here at this channel, 30,000 people, every time you hear one of those advertisements on one of those podcasts, 30-second ad, you know what that costs? Do you guys have any idea? Do you know why so many people start podcasts? I will tell you. A six-week campaign, now roughly, six-week campaign, um, with uh, three mentions per week, so you get three 30-second spots, will cost you... $5,000 per week or $30,000 every six weeks for 18 mentions. It's about $1,667 per mention for 30 seconds of airtime. So those of y'all that get a little pissy when I take a couple of moments to talk about Refuge Medical, you could be sitting through advertisements for a mattress that you're not going to buy or yet another coffee company you've never heard of or i don't know some type of medication that's been air quote approved by the fda so if you think i'm wasting your time uh go listen to a podcast bro um yeah and we don't we don't do that if i'm gonna shill for anybody i'm gonna shill for me and my homies who are making life-saving equipment and serving the father in the process okay okay bear cool Speaking of uh, Ukraine and NATO, Zelensky has uh, now opened up uh, enrollment into the Ukrainian military. I believe it was the Ukrainian National Guard for um, all Western nations. And so the Ukrainian military is uh, they want to raise, I believe it's 500,000 additional troops, and they're having a hard time doing that. Their country, the population of their country is only about 30 million people. 
Um, and their military was, uh, I think they, by all estimates, and who knows the accuracy of these estimates, by all estimates, they've lost about 70,000 men so far uh, versus Russia's 1.2 to 1.3 million strong army. And uh, the Ukrainians are having a hard time getting people to play ball because of how corrupt Ukraine is. You can literally buy your way out of military service there. And people hear things like that and they think, oh, yeah, that's so corrupt. And then that got me to thinking, like, uh, isn't there a song called Fortunate Son? It ain't me. It ain't me. I ain't no fortunate son. Yeah, uh, because that seems to have happened a time or two here in the United States as well. And it, if you were to break down the demography of who it is that typically ends up serving in the military, not all, but a lot of them are less fortunate sons. Yeah. So Ukraine can't get their own men to bleed their own blood on their own soil. And so now Zelensky is asking Western nations from around the world to make known, to advertise to their people that you can come join the Ukrainian National Guard for a period of time and uh, you know, be paid well with, you know, Democratic National Committee dollars that were somehow borrowed from your taxpayer money and there's legitimate estimates at this point that by the time all is said and done that the united states will end up spending somewhere in the neighborhood of a trillion dollars in ukraine and as of right now uh we're somewhere around the 200 billion dollar mark yeah and the 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 onus for all of this is if we don't we air quote we the western world defeat Russia in Ukraine, then they will invade Europe, and then they'll be on NATO's doorstep, and then we'll have an Article 5 type situation where we'll have a full-blown hot war, World War III. Um, World War III has been going on for a while. It just hasn't gone widespread kinetic yet. I mean, <clears throat> what do you suppose happened with uh, AT&T last week? Was that an oopsie? I don't think it was an oopsie. Because at the same time that AT&T happened, there was yet a, yet again another Chinese, totally not a spy balloon, floating through the air. And banks were hacked. And pharmacy distribution centers were hacked. And hospitals were hacked. All at the same time. How interesting. Yeah. I heard cut wires in Texas. So here's the thing to understand. I was in Weatherford, Texas once upon a time in a knock and network operations center for a very large uh, broadband communications provider who doesn't matter. Uh, they're in Weatherford. If you're good at OSINT, it'll take you about 14 seconds to figure out who I'm talking about. And you know something's wrong in the knock when all the nerds look up from their desks and start looking at the wall full of flat screen TVs at the same time and everything gets super duper quiet. Whole vibe changed and so I didn't know what the hell to do. So I looked up at the screen wall too because I'm not a network nerd. <sighs> I just happened to be gracing their presence uh, on that day. And what had happened 
was that a guy on a backhoe somewhere around Alexandria, Virginia, had swiped through trunk cables, fiber optic trunk cables in Alexandria. And when he did, he took the fiber optic trunk network offline from Boston down to Florida and then around the Gulf of Mexico from Florida into Texas with one swipe of a backhoe. And what a lot of people don't realize is while there are hundreds, if not thousands of different internet service providers and cellular service providers, AT&T, which, side note, is very, very friendly with the NSA, like very friendly. In some circumstances, you can't tell where one organization ends and the other begins. AT&T owns roughly 80% of the fiber network in the United States. It's their fiber. So it doesn't matter if you've got Bill's plumbing and broadband service piped into your house or if you have uh, a Sprint cell phone or a Verizon cell phone or anything else. The trunk cables are owned by AT&T, 80% of them. Yeah, how interesting. There are entire facilities that are, air quote, AT&T facilities that are nothing more than floor after floor after floor of uh, server banks that are staffed by no such agency. Yeah, it's a fact. We'll find somebody from either of those organizations in the right position and ask them a couple of questions and they can confirm that. So, is it a coincidence that Total Renata Spiberone floating through the air while AT&T goes down, while pharmacies are being hacked, while, while hospitals are being hacked, while banks are being hacked? No, it's just that we've been trained, we've been conditioned that war means guns and bombs and tanks and planes. And it absolutely can mean that. But these asymmetric attacks that we've seen on the country, for example, invasion from the southern border, uh, these you know, hack attacks. Um, how about corrupt politicians in D.C. that have been bought and paid for? How about the degradation of the U.S. dollar? Dare I say, how about um, unjust extra high taxation? All systematic attacks on America. How about the systematic attacks on the First Amendment and the Second Amendment and the Fourth Amendment? And the Tenth Amendment. Yeah. It's been coming. It's ongoing. We're in the midst of it. It just hasn't gotten super hot yet. Now, this isn't permission for anybody to freak out. These are just facts. And that's why uh, it annoys me when people are like, I don't need food storage. Really? How many food processing facilities were just mysteriously set ablaze in the last couple of years. How many railways accidentally blew up? How many truckers have been on strike? How many lifelong over-the-road truckers have been replaced by imports now who can't drive the damn trucks? Can you... Unconfirmed, but I believe after, I don't know, another year or two, you'll be unable to buy a truck with a diesel engine in California. What do you think that's going to do to supply chain in California? And I'm like, and I'm the radical one because I'm like, hey, man, you might want to have some extra food put back. 
you might want to have a way to clean your dirty butt. You might need to figure out where you're going to poo and pee. You should probably have some friends. You should probably read the Bible and be right with the creator of the universe in case things get so weird that you're no longer allowed to live here in a physical body and you got to shuffle off this mortal coil and end up, you know, a member of the metaphysical plane, spiritual, ethereal. Maybe like uh, be square with the big man upstairs so that when every knee bows and every tongue confesses, you end up on the winning team. You're a radical. That could never happen. So actually, the history of humanity is a history of conflict. The historical anomaly is the last hundred or so years of air quote peace, not the millennia of live by the sword, die by the sword. So if that makes me a radical because I want to protect the people I love by taking preemptive action to be able to perpetuate normalcy for the people that I love, okay, I'll be a radical. With that, let's not miss the opportunity to now, even in 2024, establish normalcy for the people that we love. And so everything here is a balance. If you have years and years of food storage, but you don't have a relationship with the people that you're endeavoring to feed when the balloon goes up, what's the point of having the food storage in the first place? If your kids won't talk to you today, who cares how many preps you put back for them? If you can't make friends and have meaningful relationships now, don't worry about putting an SHTF team together. You need to have a life team. I'll give you an example of this. Last night in the early morning, my wife and I were at the big box filled, filled with medical professionals. That's no fan of Nerf blasters because my wife is nine months pregnant. And we thought last night was go night. Contractions were coming hard. They were lasting a long time. They were very close together. It's time to go. And so we went to the big box filled with medical professionals. We got checked into labor and delivery. And my wife's best friend was with us, who is also a key person inside of our organizations, whether that's faith group, mutual assistance group, business, um, ministry, key person. I'd call her brain two. I am brain one, she is brain two. And we sat in the hospital for hours. And brain two has delivered, I don't know, a couple dozen babies, her own and other people's. And the nurse that we had in labor delivery, who was a great lady, she was awesome. Like, couldn't find the baby to get the sonogram monitor hooked up. But brain two could. And we sat there and we talked and we chatted about life and business and ministry stuff and our people and all of that on literally a Tuesday. And so I don't know how many times I've said it's not about finding people that you can do doomsday with. It's about finding people you can do Tuesday with and having those meaningful relationships with real people now because it's much more likely that people are going to be born and people are going to die and bad shit's going to happen in life, in your everyday life. That's way more statistically likely than World War III goes kinetic on American soil or the Ukrainians issue a draft and the Democrats get voted into power for another four years and they decide that we got to send American blood over to be spilled in Ukraine. Is that possible? It's possible. 
Is it something we should be paying attention to? Absolutely. But it's more possible, it's more probable, more likely that you wake up tomorrow and tomorrow's Thursday and it's a leap year and it's February 29th and you still got to go to work. You still got to feed your kids. You still have things that you need to execute on the daily and bad shit's going to happen in life because it just does. That's part of human existence. It's part of the human condition. And you're going to need people who can pick you up and dust you off and give you a hug and a snack and say, hey, man, it's going to be okay. We love you. We will get through this. That's way more important than who you're going to put on your DMR rifle and OP2 when the balloon goes up so we can control this sector of fire. Okay? So, as discussed, this channel, we are going to continue talking about preparedness, which is perpetuating normalcy for the people that we love. But we're not going to shy away from the idea that you need to establish normalcy first so that you have something worth perpetuating. Okay? Okay. Written brief. What of the conflict in the Middle East? Since U.S. retaliation for the killing of three soldiers, Iran has reportedly begun pressuring its proxy militia to curb their attacks on American targets in Iraq and Syria. The main concern is that escalating attacks could draw Iran into a border conflict with the United States, which would be bad for everyone. I would submit probably worse for Iran than for us if uh, the chains are taken off, but who knows. Just three days ago, the U.S. and the United Kingdom carried out joint strikes on 18 Houthi sites in Yemen. This marks the fourth joint operation the two Western allies have conducted together. In the words of U.K. Defense Secretary Grant Shapps, quote, it is our duty to protect lives at sea and preserve freedom of navigation. That is why the Royal Air Force engaged in a fourth wave of precision strikes against Houthi military targets in Yemen. End quote. And then he said, you should drink some coffee, mate. And I said, that sounds like a great idea. I think I'll do that. <sighs> Uncle Beast in the chat said, loving the shift to establishing normalcy. We can't perpetuate something we don't have. 100% bro. Thank you, Uncle Beast. That's the point. What is the point of prepping? Let's not miss the forest for the trees here. What What is the point of prepping? A lot of people use it as escapism. They're, and I'm not a supporter of that. Their, their normal everyday life sucks so much that they have these SHTF fantasies that when the balloon goes up, maybe it'll be better for them than it is right now. But what if you took all that effort that you're putting into prepping to deal with the fact that your life sucks and made your life not suck? Because then you would have something actually worth perpetuating. Then you would be somebody worth having around when the balloon goes up. Then there'd be some purpose and meaning to your existence other than um, fear-mongering and hoarding physical goods that may or may not perpetuate life. And I am unapologetically for, unapologetically for the preservation of life. It's like the most precious thing that the Father has given us. And the best day of your life is when you preserve life eternally by the blood of the sun. 
I think that's the most important thing anybody can do. And I'm unapologetic about that too. And I know there's some people here that aren't believers and that's okay. You're welcome to be here if you're not a believer, as long as you don't take offense to the fact that I am. And uh, without getting too far into my backstory, the fact that the father could and would redeem me by the blood of the lamb I have a really hard time thinking that anybody else on planet Earth has a great reason why they can't be saved. Because if it's bad for you or bad for somebody else, I've probably done it, including leading tens of thousands of people astray, playing drums in satanic heavy metal bands for a decade and being a terrible witness against the Father. I feel very much so like Shaul of Tarsus, the Apostle Paul, like I was persecuting the believers. And then one day the father was like, no, man, you work for me, asshole. Act right or I'll destroy you. I was like, and you know what? After a decade of fighting the creator of the universe, you don't have a lot of pep left in your step. In hindsight, it was retarded. How could you possibly win a war with God? It's not possible. And he loved me enough and loves me enough to continue fighting that war against me to wear me down to the point where I had no option but to surrender, literally and figuratively. And so I'm going to continue to be unapologetic about things like that. It should be no secret to any of you that I'm reading the entire Bible on camera. Now, there's 1,473 of you on this live stream right now because we got to talk about World War III, right? And that's great. I'm glad you're here. But that's about how many people watch the Bible videos. Because this live stream will get twenty to 50,000 views. The Bible videos get about 3,000. You want to know who I really am? Watch one of those. Give it a shot. And if you don't have a Bible, go to Grindstone Ministries. The link is in the description. I will send you one for free. For free. And if you can't stomach that, you can buy one at my cost there. No markup, not trying to make a dime on the Father's word. Just what I pay for him, that's what you get him for. Okay? Because, uh, hey, the secret's out. I'm an ordained pastor. And that's still weird to me. And I'm still trying to figure that out. But I'm pretty sure part of what a pastor, Ra'ah, Shepherd, Jeremiah 3.15 does, is feed people with knowledge and understanding of the word. And so don't be surprised if I sneak a little bit of that in there on you. Because I'm going to get you sooner or later. And really my job, it's the same job that Jeremiah had, that Isaiah had, that Ezekiel had. Speak the word. It's the Spirit's job to convict you. You're either convicted or you're not. And that's fine. It's not my job to convict you. My job, my deal, is to speak the word of the Most High. And you either receive it or you don't. And that's okay. But if it takes me telling you about Ukraine to get your attention to slip in a little parable to you, congratulations, you got me all figured out. Oops, I said the quiet part out loud. U.S. President Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. asterisk recently signaled that a ceasefire may soon be on the horizon for Gaza. He told reporters last Monday, quote, we're close. We're not done yet. My hope is by next Monday we'll have a ceasefire, end quote, which 
is the longest coherent sentence that Joe Biden has strung together during his entire presidency. Both Israel and Hamas seem to have downplayed the idea, with Israel declining any comments on record and Hamas indicating that the deal was not as close as suggested. The Caleb Darnell, I just signed up for the refuge ruckus. I'm looking forward to it. Dude, bless you. Thank you for the five bucks. Um, there's now over 160 people signed up for the ruckus. If you want to come ruck with us, that's like 10 days away. RefugeRuckus.com is where you can find out about that. Um, we're going to ruck through downtown Fort Smith, Arkansas. It's a three-day event. On Friday, we've got speakers and presenters and classes and vendors. Saturday, Shabbat. And so what are we What are we going to do? We're going to suffer under the burden of this law, and we're going to read the Bible together and eat food and fellowship. It's going to be terrible. And then Sunday morning, uh, we're going to strap on our rucksacks, and we're going to march through downtown Fort Smith, Arkansas. And shout out to... Um, Bluebird Stone, who donated two tons of gravel to us, that if you show up light, we're going to shovel gravel into your rucksack. So don't show up light. And thank you, Bluebird Stone, for the two tons of gravel. <coughs> RefugeRuckus.com. Anyway, Israel Hamas. Hamas official Ahmad Abdel Hadi said, quote, the resistance is not interested in giving the resistance is not interested in giving up any of its demands. And what is proposed does not meet what has what it had requested. End quote. Israeli officials have commented that while a deal is greatly desired, the excessive nature of Hamas's demands makes the situation difficult. One Hamas official said, quote, it is not logical after all this loss of life and property to accept any offer that does not lead to a complete ceasefire, the return of the displaced and the reconstruction of Gaza. It's not logical. That seems like a fairly illogical set of demands from a terrorist group. <laughs> they don't seem very like very logical people anyway my opinion. Still, despite all the diplomatic maneuvering, tensions remain high and the possibility of a broader conflict continues to loom over both of the Eastern European and Middle Eastern theaters. And that is the written brief for today. Gentle reminder, promo code LEAP at Refuge Medical. We never put stuff on sale. It's on sale for the next 36 hours. 20% off and uh, get it while you can, because not only has Refuge Medical been competing with little things like the Ukraine conflict and the Israel conflict and the Marine Corps through the Department of Defense, Defense Logistics Agency, buying everything in sight and um, supply chain logistics following the age of COVID to be able to provide, I don't know, simple things like gauze, gloves tourniquets, pressure bandages, chest seals, you know, simple things. Um, now, FEMA is telling hospitals all across the country, again, unconfirmed, rumen only, working on confirming it, intel at barrenindependent.com, rumen only. Now, hospitals across the nation need to stock up on mass casualty incident equipment as well. Dude, there's barely anything available on the market currently. That stuff's going to dry up like, whoa. So, refugemedical.com, promo code LEAP. There's a couple things I want to show you um, real quick, and then I got to go to a meeting. 
let's see. First, I want to show you. Let's see. So I want to give a shout out to Cedar Sewing Company. Cedar, like the tree that produces all the pollen here in Oklahoma this time of year that makes everybody feel like they're going to die for a month and a half. Cedar Sewing Company. This is their mass pouch. And I think these are currently sold out. But I also think I'm going to buy a bunch of them for Refuge Medical and make them available to y'all. So it's a Molly pouch. Obviously holds a couple of uh, couple of Nerf bullets in the back here. Like so. And what I think is super cool about this pouch is... I'm going to open that up. And some of you may recognize this. This is a Refuge Medical SOB, which I'm going to tell you about in a minute. Take the SOB inner out. And then I'm going to take my mask pouch right here. Take that stuff out of there. Got a really nice note from the people at Cedar Sewing Company. Good customer service. Good combo with them. Um, and I'm going to put my SOB pouch inside of here and there's still room for a soft tea tourniquet in the top here if I wanted to or I could slide a cat through this little do bobble right here and then boom I've got an SOB and a couple of mags I thought that was pretty cool I thought it was pretty cool so uh, shout out to Cedar Sewing Company uh, I bought this they didn't give it to me and I also bought this little GP pouch from them, which I believe is Ranger Green, but I'm so freaking colorblind, man. I'm pretty sure it's Ranger Green. Uh, it could be OD, but I think it's Ranger. And this is just a little zip pouch. And so they make um, they make Molly gear. And so, you know, if you're in the market for some Molly gear, go over there, say hi to Cedar Sewing Company, tell them Bear sent you. Um, I appreciate what they're doing. They're a small company. They're out of Wyoming. And uh, I know they watch the show. And I know they're ideologically aligned. So go check them out. Now, one of the things I wanted to show you is the SOB. I've shown you the bare fact a lot on camera. And the red bare fact that I've been showing you on camera, I actually gave to a concrete truck driver here who was pouring concrete in my front yard because he's also a volunteer firefighter. And while he was pouring concrete in my front yard, he told me about uh, a wreck that he rolled up on, that it took uh, the ambulances. The first ambulance got there in a little over a half an hour. The second ambulance took over an hour. And uh, he was just there on the side of the road trying to keep these people alive. I was like, hold on, dude, I got something for you. And I gave him that red bear fact because I want to equip and empower good people to do good works. And he was like... Dude, for me, this kit's amazing. Thank you. I was like, yeah, you're welcome for you. Use it to do good stuff. And so you've seen that red bear fact on camera a whole lot. Um, so I'm going to show you something a little bit different today. This is the SOB from Refuge. This, I believe, is also in Ranger Green. Um, this it weighs as much as one loaded AR-15 magazine. And it was originally designed to go on a pistol belt. 
uh, for the competitive shooter space. And then what we found was there's lots of people that wear belt pistols on them for all kinds of reasons. And uh, this has been very, very popular. So I actually have one of these on my plate carrier mounted upside down right here. So my elbow can lean on it as needed. And then I can pop this down, grab the red handle, pull out. And now I've got my little blowout kit, my little suitcase full of stuff right here. Cat tourniquet is on the outside and that's shock corded in place. So you can just pull that and the cat comes off. We send you a brand new in the wrapper, legit cat tourniquet so that you know it's a real one. When you get this, you should take it out of the wrapper and stage it. Okay. Um, but then inside of the, the inner, you've got your made in USA patch right here because we unapologetically make as much stuff as we can here in the United States of America. Um, pop this open. And then inside of here, and there's a little, little tiny, like, there's my hand, there's a little tiny pouch. I have a Sharpie. Let's go through it. I have a Sharpie. I have a four inch North American Rescue emergency trauma bandage. It's like an Israeli bandage, only better. Okay. Got compressed gauze for wound packing. Got a pair of gloves, refuge gloves. I've got combat gauze, hemostatic gauze for wound packing, junctional areas, critical bleeds. I've got a nasal pharyngeal airway to maintain the patent airway. I've got a pair, a pair of chest seals, one vented, one non-vented chest seals uh, for punctures to the pleural space. So two chest seals. And I've got flat duct tape and some little BZ wipes right there. So massive bleeding airway respiratory, aka blowout kit for gunshot wounds, shot stab blown up, uh, weighs a pound. It comparatively costs very little and uh, it's small. The form factor on the SOB is really small. And so if you're out there um, training, which of course Congress says you're not allowed to do anymore, we're just trying to say you're not allowed to do anymore for whatever may come. You know, if you're a Nerf aficionado and uh, you have a bunch of darts, but you don't have a way to plug the holes that the darts make, you might consider having something like the SOB, especially on a day like today, where now through tomorrow, midnight on the 29th, promo code LEAP, everything, all the kits at the store, as long as they're in stock, they're 20% off. Now, the other thing that I want to show you that I haven't shown on camera in a while, but I'm going to. And then we're going to get about our day because I got stuff to do. You got stuff to do. Let me put this back together. Boom. SOB kit. This is the bare minimum. Okay. The bare minimum is a combination boo-boo kit and trauma first aid kit. It does both. So on the bare minimum, and this is a smaller kit, about yay big or so weighs about a pound and a half you know it's also molly pals webbing compatible you can run it on a belt you can run it on a headrest you can stow it in your truck you can put it on your side by side 
uh, in your school bus, in your desk drawer, wherever, in your work trailer on the job site. This retails for $219 and it's 20% off right now. So like 178 bucks right now. Made in America, guaranteed forever. Cat tourniquet on the outside. Real shears on the outside. Real shears. Like you can actually cut stuff with these. They're not trash. You pop this open. You pull the red handle. You see in the trend here. And then the inner comes out of the outer. And then in the inner, it's like a bare fact, only smaller, right? So I've got a pressure bandage. I've got medical tape. I've got a Sharpie. I've got gloves. I've got rolled gauze for dressing wounds, treating wounds. I've got compressed gauze right here for wrapping wounds or wound packing. Behind the compressed gauze, I've got quick clot, hemostatic impregnated gauze for critical bleeds in the junctional areas. Behind all that, there's a pocket back here. In this pocket, I've got my airway and respiratory, as well as a burn shield dressing. A decent kit, said Stan. You know what, Stan? I'll tell you what. Stan, you buy one. If you don't like it, I'll completely refund your money, and I'll send it to the next guy. Um we can't keep these things in stock. And I just happen to have some bare minimums today, which is why I'm telling you about it. And down here in the bottom, I've got boo-boos, boo-boo wipes. So this is your BZK wipes, your povidone iodine, triple antibiotic, etc. I've got band-aids. A lot of y'all get on my ass bear. There's no band-aids in your kits. You know, what if Susie falls off of her bike again? Band-aids. Welcome. Boo-boo gauze. Two-by-twos, four-by-fours, five-by-nines. And I've got steri strips for wound closure. And so the bare minimum is like a hybrid kit that bridges the gap between massive bleeding, airway, respiratory, and then boo-boos and lacerations. And so, you know... If Billy tries to cut his finger off with the table saw on the job site again, you can put them back together with this kit. If uh, Susie wrecks her bike, you know, my, my littlest one wrecked her bike out here on the road a few days ago, and she was all jammed up. She looked like she rolled a motorcycle, not a bicycle. I mean, just road rash, meat showing through her elbows, her arms. Her rib cage, her little hips, her knees, just all chewed up, man. And uh, it felt so good. I mean, it sucked that this, this happened to her, but it felt, it felt good in the moment to be able to grab my adventure kit out of the truck, set it on the living room floor, and start treating the kid. To have the stuff and to know how to use the stuff, um... As a parent, that's priceless, right? Because, like, we focus too much, not that we shouldn't, but we focus too much on shot, stabbed, blown up. Because that, it's real and it's potential. We forget motor vehicle accidents. Like, 60 of our 118 lives saved, motor vehicle accidents. We forget the shot a nail through your thumb with a nail gun or fell off of a ladder or was trying to work the cows and the bull would just felt ornery today or uh, got a brother 
his um his dog got tore up by a hog like tore up by a hog and he's me pictures of this dog's leg that had been ripped to shreds um wrapped up with a pressure bandage you know my adventure kit i've used it on a lot of people i've used it on even more animals you know sheep and dogs and so it's just it's a very comforting feeling when you have the equipment and you know how to use the equipment and it's not it's not just shot stabbed blown up pretty yeah it's never shot stabbed blown up but it could be like kid fell off the bike again and it was like legit bad this time um or dog got tore up by hogs so anyway refuge medical promo code leap uh today through tomorrow midnight 20 percent off all the kits in stock at the store i already told you about the ruckus i told you about refuge uh, i told you about grindstone ministries links are in the description down below patreon if uh you want to come join the patreon fam it's 10 bucks a month and there's a ton of exclusive content there we're talking about fuel storage and uh, the video this morning was on fuel storage and portable fuel storage and what to look for in a truck um, when you're doing things and heavy equipment and how to move fuel from a to b and on monday we talked about long-term fuel storage <clears throat> so the more in-depth intimate prepper things um are over there on patreon and that that's because a that platform is better suited to long-form content specifically about those things and b um a lot of the stuff that i talk about on patreon i just literally can't they're trigger words here on youtube so if you want to participate in that ecosystem and support the show and i would submit receive a ton of value links in the description last but not least caleb house caleb with the k caleb house um i have a call with um a congressman this afternoon i would uh, about how we might mutually support one another in the fight against human trafficking and i would super duper appreciate it if you could keep that in prayer that'd be awesome um you know I'm not, I have zero expectation that somebody inside of the federal government could be an asset to us because if the federal government could solve this problem, it'd be solved already and we wouldn't exist. But sometimes it's nice to have friends in certain places that can assist with things. And so hopefully, hopefully that's the way this call goes this afternoon. If it doesn't, yours will be done. And that'll be okay. Um, if you would like to assist with the work that we do to rescue and rehabilitate juvenile human trafficking survivors, if the spirit convicts you, Caleb House, Caleb with a K dot org. If it does not, no hard feelings. You do something else, plug in somewhere else, and that's okay. Um, but I don't want a dime of money from anybody that isn't highly ideologically aligned and convicted to participate with what we're doing. Tracking? Awesome. Let's talk to the father real quick and then I gotta throw some boots on and skedaddle. Good morning, Father Yah. Father, thank you for allowing us to wake up with 
breath in our lungs this morning. Father, thank you for the sunshine. And Father, thank you for all the awesome people that you put into my life and for the opportunity to do this. Father, thank you that nobody is actively right now trying to destroy us. Father, keep us focused on you, please, and thank you. Keep us focused on the things that matter, first principles, our wives and our children and our loved ones. Father, dominion and stewardship and responsibility over the things that you've put into our hand to be a blessing, not a burden. Father, please continue to smile upon the, the works that we do here. And please continue to empower us to be your hands and feet. Father, please give us strength and power and authority in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach to be your light, to shine into the darkness wherever it may come and to overcome it. Father, pour out your spirit on all flesh for wisdom and discernment. Let us know what to say and how to say it and who to say it to. Put us where you need us. Use us as you see fit for your will. And Father, please give us peace that surpasses all understanding. Even as the world spirals out of control around us, let us remain rooted in you. Founded on the rock and covered by the blood. Father, thank you for the blood of Messiah for making a way for us to come home again and giving us a pattern to walk after. If there's anything within the sound of my voice that's not of you, I rebuke it in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach and command it to destroy itself. Father, put a hedge around these people and no weapon formed against them shall prosper. Smile upon them today. Please bless them and protect them and provide for them. In Yeshua's name, Amen. Thank you for letting me pray with you. And thank you for letting me lift you up. Thank you for being a part of what we do here for the preservation of life. I appreciate y'all very much. It humbles me that I get to do this. And it humbles me that you tolerate me on my good days and my bad. Not that today's a bad day, but that so many of y'all have stuck with us for so long. What a blessing. I usually tell y'all to go be the light. And I mean that. I mean it deeply. But I am convicted to tell you today that it's be the light. And the light is a, a lamp 
or a candle. It's not a flamethrower. Our job is to speak the word. Our job is not to convict. And when we speak the word, it's to speak the word in truth with love. Not to stir up strife and to be a stumbling block. It's a lamp, not a flamethrower. It's for healing. It's not for wounding. So to the best of your ability, be the light. Be weaponized for righteousness. Don't use the word of the Most High to beat people with. It's the ultimate first aid kit. It's not a weapon. And think about the mercy that the Father has had with us that he could have utterly destroyed us and every one of us deserves it. And instead of destroying us, he healed us. It's a lamp, not a flamethrower. I love y'all. Have an awesome day. Shalom.